the three keys to a successful transition. So for key number one, we've got autonomy. Autonomy is the quality of self-governing moral independence, or said another way, developing the capacity to think for yourself and act according to your personal moral compass. So if you wanna have a successful transition and come out of this process empowered, connected, and self-aware, then autonomy is your key to getting there. This is because the queer path at its very core is all about exploring your individual landscape of creative expression, and then learning how to honor and embody the discoveries that you've made along the way. And autonomy reminds you that this process is happening exclusively within yourself. And the more deeply and authentically that you can connect to that truth of who you are, and the more established that you become in your individual way of being, then the more that you're going to recognize the importance of living for yourself and making decisions that arise out of that autonomous, self-governing orientation. Even if that means walking away from unhealthy relationships or exposing yourself to ridicule or even rearranging your entire life. Because in those moments when you are faced with the decision of honoring your truth or not, <laughs> you're going to recognize that saying yes to who you are is actually the most loving, compassionate, and courageous decision that you could ever make. And autonomy is the perspective that reminds you to make that decision over and over and over again and continually turn towards yourself and connect with that quiet, truthful place inside of you. And that is why autonomy is so important for the trans person because autonomy grounds you into a perspective that distances you from the endless stream of opinions and trends and belief systems that this world has to offer. And it also creates an inner atmosphere that reassures you of your purpose, which is to walk your path and live your life and do it in a way that only you know how. And the only way that that's going to happen is by learning how to think and speak and act in a way that honors the truth of your heart. That way, you will be able to stand on your own two feet and engage with life while remaining grounded in your personal truth. So my invitation to you is to start getting to know yourself on a deeper and more intimate level. This means being present with yourself all the time, or at least working up to that. And instead of judging what you see, learning how to simply observe without attaching a narrative. And this also means feeling your feelings and connecting to your creativity and learning how to express yourself. And just in general, getting in the habit of defaulting to yourself first before you um, start looking to somebody else. And of course, along the way, uh, as you continue walking into yourself, you're going to need to have a strong connection to your heart. And that's what our next key is about. So key number two is self-compassion. Self-compassion is the capacity to tenderly embrace all of oneself. So this means keeping an open heart, 
even and especially when you are being faced with your own shortcomings, and then learning how to hold yourself within an atmosphere of warmth, kindness, and acceptance. So this is going to be a crucial and life-saving skill for all queer people <laughs> because cultivating self-compassion is like creating a safe harbor within yourself or an atmosphere of non-judgment that is going to be able to hold space for your journey of self-discovery. And this so this journey of self-discovery uh, by its very nature it's going to bring you face to face with uh, parts that are challenging, like these dark, scary, broken, twisted, confused, ugly parts of yourself. Like that's what's in store as you are exploring what it means to be you. Um, inevitably, you're going to have to come up against those things. And so the key to meeting these challenging parts is, of course, going to be self-compassion. Because self-compassion unconditionally says, well, it's okay for you to be here. Whether that's to an emotion or a thought or possibly a desire or a past mistake, self-compassion looks directly at that thing and says, it's okay. Here, let me give you a hug, right? So let me show you the kindness and respect that you deserve. And let me hold you in this space until you remember what it feels like to be unconditionally loved, which like I said, is going to be a life-changing habit to get into especially for the queer person, because so much of this path is about opening and softening and embracing all of ourselves, even and especially the parts of ourselves that we're not going to see eye to eye with. So the next time that you catch yourself tensing and turning away from an emotion or possibly a thought, my invitation to you is to soften and turn towards it and to greet that part of yourself with an open, compassionate heart. And see if you can feel your way into a space where it's just unconditionally okay for you to be human, and for you to make mistakes, and to explore who you are. Not because compassion is uh, like a means to an end or a way of fixing yourself, but because you recognize that underneath all that pain is a person who is inherently worthy and deserving of kindness, respect, and love. And if you can get in the habit of greeting all of yourself, no matter what comes up with compassion, you're gonna be well on your way to a successful life, exploration, and transition. And this brings us to key number three. But first, if you're resonating with this content, then you should consider joining my email crash course, Rediscover Your Love for Gender in Six Steps. Because in it, I'm going to share with you six transformational perspectives that is, are going to help you to reconnect to that primal passion and love that you have for gender. It's free and there's a link in the description. Okay, so key number three is grounding. Grounding is the feeling of having both feet planted firmly on the ground. It's that earthy, calm, stable place within us that invites us to relax and breathe and focus on what's most, most important. And the reason that grounding is so important for a trans person is because of how destabilizing this journey can be, especially for those of us who make a decision, make the decision to transition. Because in these situations, um, on top of trying to be a healthy human being, 
which is already challenging enough. Uh, we're going to be voluntarily upending our lives, putting ourselves through incredible physical, social, relational, mental, emotional changes, which quite naturally is totally disorienting. But if you are able to stay relatively grounded throughout that process, reasonably grounded, then you're going to feel a whole lot more comfortable and resourceful, even as you're going through those drastic changes. Because grounding helps you to stay connected to the body, and it also invites a sense of familiarity, fam familiarity <laughs> or rootedness into your being which of course helps to calm the mind and stabilize the nervous system. And the more consistently that you can feel grounded and connected, the better equipped that you're gonna be to navigate your transition. So my invitation to you is to start incorporating more grounding habits and activities into your daily life and see if you can start developing a stronger relationship with that feeling of stability, relaxation, and clarity. And that way you will start feeling more rooted and established in your life, uh, even as you're going through these changes. And so if you need some ideas about how to go about that, uh, I've just got a quick list for you that we can go through. So we've got uh, walking barefoot, spending time in nature, laying in the grass, hugging trees, eating a clean diet, taking baths, keeping a tidy home, organization, mindfulness, meditation, yoga, consistency, systems, routines, boundaries, healthy communication, self-care. Uh, so all these are just simple examples and they're all going to have a grounding, stabilizing effect in your life. So choose a couple or you can obviously just come up with your own. Uh, but just see if you can make feeling grounded more of a priority in your life. And if you want more information about how to shift away from this overly mental perception of gender and into a more balanced, grounded, and embodied relationship with gender, then you should watch my video titled Stop Trying to Understand Gender because in it, I'm going to share with you a powerful strategy that will help you to start engaging more fully and authentically with the truth or the essence of gender in a way that is simple and easy to implement. And there's a link in the description. Okay, my friend, that's all I've got in this one. Let's talk soon.